Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, a show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You're listening to Your Community Spirit. We come to you every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30 a.m. here on WDBX 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. My name is Tree Song, and as always, if you have any happenings to share with us to present on this show, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. Once again, our, ho- our co-host and good friend, or who's usually running the board, he's out of town again. And he has told us, though, that he is making his way to town as we speak. And he, uh, he was in a town called Metapec, and he was about an hour and a half south of Mexico City, spending time there with family. But now he's either in St. Louis or somewhere between St. Louis and here right now. So we send our good thoughts to Orr, and we can rest assured that he will be back with us very shortly. And this song that we've started out with today is a song called This Cooked Planet. It's by the Healing Waters Band. It's a band of raw foodists who, through their, through their professional life in selling raw foods and through their music, they talk about eating healthy and doing good things for oneself and for the planet. And I got this CD recently, so I thought I'd share it with you. It's available uh, through their website, rawfood.com, and through treesong.org. And locally through the neighborhood co-op, you can special order it. It's a really, really cool music, you know, very, uh, you know, some of it's a little cheap. Ooh, we love raw foods. Let's sing all day about raw foods. <laughs> but, you know, that's my cup of tea. Since I'm trying to get back on a fully raw foods diet, thought I'd share that as some inspiration. Now we have a very active and busy show today. First, we will start out, as usual, with some happenings. And we may even have time for one or two of the the grist stories, gloom and doom, with a sense of humor. But we also have a local special guest who will be getting to right after these happenings. 
But first, the happenings. We have a very busy weekend this week, and some of our happenings, we can start out with this one. Rosetta Stone Bookstore will host an opening reception in their art gallery for Rosebud, an exhibition of new work by local artist Joanna Johnson, a professor of art at SIUC. The reception will take place at Rosetta Stone Bookstore from 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. Rosetta is located at 214 North, I mean, excuse me, 214 West Freeman Street in the Campus Shopping Center in Carbondale. The reception will feature an open house with refreshments and is free and open to the public. The show will be on display through March 1st. And I haven't seen the artwork yet, but they always have very interesting art shows there at Rosetta. For more information on that, you can visit their website, rosettastonebookstore.com, or you can go to Big Muddy IMC. Org, which always has news and happenings related to Southern Illinois. And in other happenings, speaking of Big Muddy IMC, they too have a happening this week. The First Amendment Project will screen at 7 p.m. tonight at 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Taking freedom of speech as its collected theme, this series of short films offers a snapshot of life at the start of the 21st century. Among the filmmakers are Chris Hegedus, Nick Dube, Mario Van Peebles, and John Walter of How to Draw Bunny fame, all of whom offer salient commentary on First Amendment rights and the potential eroding of them by unscrupulous sources. A particular highlight comes when New Jersey poet laureate Amiri Baraka illustrates the battles he encounters over his 9-11-themed poem, Somebody Blew Up America. An important collection the First Amendment Project is essential viewing for anyone who is concerned with the basic constitutional rights that appear to be rapidly vanishing from American society. This screening is open to the public, and for more information, you can visit bigmuddyimc.org. Now for a couple of other quick happenings. I actually decided to turn to the Student Environmental Center website today, which is studentenvironmentalcenter.org. And they have a lot of happenings because <laughs> the new semester has started for the SIU students and they're already off and running. So tonight there is a fundraiser with $10 donations that will help to purchase yellow bikes for the Saluki Cycles program. It will be at 403 West College, and there's no parking right there at the site, so you can park on University and walk west one block. 
to 403 West College. If you'd like to help by passing out flyers or doing cleanup and such, you can call Mike Wagner at 529-8269, or you can meet at the Interfaith Center at 3 p.m. to help them load chairs for the event. For more information on that, you can go to studentenvironmentalcenter.org. There are also another happening this weekend, Food Not Bombs. This happens Sunday at 6 p.m. at the Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois Avenue, on the corner of Grand and 51 in Carbondale. This is a free, fresh, hot vegetarian meal for students and members of the community who are interested in attending. They like volunteers with cooking starting at 4 p.m. and the meal served at 6 a cleanup crew stays until 8 p.m. to be sure that the center is ready for other community groups the following day. You can bring up food, a dish, or baked goods if you have any extra, and vegan and dumpstered and donated food will be shared. So that's this Sunday, 6 p.m., cooking starting at 4 at the Interfaith Center. And finally, since they were kind enough to post some of these happenings for us, we'll mention the Student Environmental Center's regular general meeting. The Student Environmental Center meets on Thursdays at 8 p.m. at the Interfaith Center, which is 913 South Illinois Avenue in Carbondale. SEC is a place for students and community members to meet, to talk, and to organize activities related to their love of the earth and concern for the future of the planet. And speaking of that concern for the Earth and the future of the planet, we will have shortly our special guest for today. But first, we'll get you a little bit of music. And for more information on those happenings, you can contact me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. And my phone number is 525-0625. That's the 618 area code. Bye. 
Alright then, welcome back. You're listening to Your Community Spirit here on WDBX 91.1 FM. And as I mentioned earlier, we actually have a special guest in the studio with us today. So, let's see. There we go. So, first, if you could tell me your name and what's in a few words, what this issue is that we're here to discuss today. Then we can ask one or two more questions to find out what's going on. Uh, my name is Ed Van Auken, and thank you, Tree Song, so much for having me here. Um, the uh, issue is uh, I, I represent, uh, uh, I'm a committee member of, uh, from the Northwest Neighborhood Committee to Preserve Hickory Lodge. And I, I could read you our statement of purpose. Okay. Uh, we are de- dedicated to Ladine Martin's Kirby's vision of providing a natural, green, and tranquil place within the city for the people of Carmadale to enjoy. This treasure is vital to the families and community in the northwest part of town. Britton Kirby said his mother wanted the people of Carbondale to enjoy this beautiful house and the sprawling grounds. We believe this land should fulfill its generous donor's purpose now and into the future. Yes, yeah, so so Hickory Lodge, I actually, I, I know about this place, but in my discussions with other people, it seems that it's one of Carbondale's unknown treasures. Uh, yes, it's the most beautiful public land in Carbondale. And uh, if you would just look at the house, it might not be the most treasured house. But if you consider the house and the beautiful 9.2 acres, uh, it probably would be uh, Carbondale's most treasured location. But considering that this gracious lady gave it to us for our enjoyment, it is without a doubt our most precious treasure. And it has a lot of history behind it. Uh, Um, Mr. Martin was the uh, biggest employer uh, during the Depression for all of Southern Illinois. And that was a time when when the United States was the the biggest producer of oil. And, and, you know, we have a lot of problems now in in the world because we we aren't anymore. And so his legacy should be illuminated much more. But but the park is especially needs to be illuminated. So many people, especially the students, don't have any idea that it exists. Yes, and it's hard It's hard for uh, many people who grew up in, in urban areas to sort of visualize nine acres, but that's a very large piece of land, especially for being right in a city area. Uh, yes, it's massive. It uh, uh, fronts on Route 13, and you would never know it because that's the industrial part of uh, the Park District's operations. Uh, no one would ever believe that this is the front yard of, of, a, of really 11 acres, if you include the 1.8 uh, industrial area, which was purchased separately. Um, so really, the, uh, normally, uh, uh, parks front entrance to the, uh, if you want to make them accessible to the people, you make that front entrance to the thoroughfare that's the busiest, which would be Route 13. and, and uh, you would never know it. As a matter of fact, it's probably the biggest eyesore on all of Route 13 instead of uh, a beautiful entrance to this gorgeous park. Yeah, that's something I, I hadn't known the exact location of it until recently, and I was surprised because I've walked many times along Route 13, and it's near 
Midwest Cash, Cash, for example, right? Yes, in between Midwest Cash and Jane's consignment uh, is this con- conceals this gorgeous 11-acre total park. Um, and also on Sycamore, you can see the lodge itself, but that's really just kind of a speck in the whole thing. See, see what, what happened when uh, this gift was generously given, the park district focused on themselves and the building rather than the land and the people. And so for 28 years, it's, it's never been thoroughly introduced to the people of Carbondale. Uh, there needs to be a sunset concert to formally introduce it to the people of Carbondale. And it really is a whole lot better place to have a sunset concert. Um, Turley Park, the, the trees aren't big enough to to hug, <laughs> and uh, they're massive at, at this park. And mm-hmm. also, you can't play frisbee, you can't play football, you, it's hard to barbecue, it's hard to find seclusion. Uh, this beautiful uh, park needs to be displayed to the people of Carbondale finally. But now the issue, which is very important, um, is that they're taking, uh, the park district is uh, taking this 9.2 acre gift and subdividing it into um, acreage less than three acres. They're not really, they have never been really truly disclosed, the, the park, and now the sale of it is not being disclosed either. And they're doing this to get away f- uh, 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 from a referendum law that uh, dictates that any public land over three acres, there has to be public discussion and vote on, on that matter. And uh, October 9th, at 6 p.m. is the next uh, park district meeting. Uh, uh, February 9th? February 9th at 6 p.m. at the Civic Center. And uh, cordi- if you cordially invite you to come and express your opinions. Uh, and then, of course, February 23rd uh, at 1.30 uh, with Judge Dawling uh, at the courthouse is going to be uh, the, the judgment. Now, we've had... A, Difficulty. We're a working-class neighborhood, uh, and we're all busy. But and we really have failed to, to actively promote this park ourselves. But that has changed. Um, we uh, w- there's legal considerations. We don't have. Uh, um, we we know that there's something called a statement of appearance that probably can be gotten at the law school. We're trying to work on that. If anyone has any uh, information on that, uh, we have to enter that into the court and then and then spend $85. And as of right now, there is no opposition to this movement, no legal opposition, and we're, we're trying to mount that. So if, you, if anyone has any information on that or could help us in any way, you could contact Ed at 549-4935 or Ann at 457-4443. Okay, and as I understand it, are there also petitions that people may be able to sign as well? Uh, yes, there's petitions. Uh, there are at a few places. Uh, Chilean, Chilis, Chills Coffee House. Uh, there's one on the board of the co-op. Uh, there's one at the Long Branch. Uh, there, uh, I think there's one at Harbo's. And we're trying to get pictures and things like that to illuminate. Oh, and also, if you could uh, go out to the park, it's at 115 West Sycamore, and it doesn't appear as if you're invited in. To this day, there has never been a welcome to the public sign, which is pretty appalling because this gift was to us. Um, 
You can also Google it on uh, uh, that map. It has a very good aerial view of it. Uh, and when you, if you do that, scroll all the way down to Route 13 so you can see the, the, the park and you can see how green it, it is. It's, it's a very, very beautiful area. Yes, yes, and that's, um, I like the, the Google map, how it lets you do that. And if you've examined Carbondale with Google before, you may have even wondered, oh, here's this large section of green on the, uh, the northwest side of town there. What's that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Hickory Lodge. <laughs> yeah, scan, scan it, and you'll notice that this big, ch- massive chunk of green land that is, is closest is to the center of Carbondale. And, and uh, there's this one section. Uh, I've lived uh, on that street for 31 years, and I didn't know about this one acre, and that's where most of the wildlife is. There's uh, a fox that lives in there. I've seen him a couple of times, and the most beautiful skunk in the world lives in there. And uh, uh, that's – fox are uh, a little shy. It's, I, I would think that that's probably the closest to the center of Carbondale that a fox uh, has come. Yeah, I would think so, too. I never even heard that there was a fox that close. <laughs> so that's <laughs> good to hear. And we – I know on this show we often talk about very large national or international issues that seem like there's – a lot of complicated things going on and it may be really difficult to do something but this seems direct and simple enough we have this gift that has been given to us by a donor and by taking action now we may be able to preserve it and even improve upon it with more signs and more knowledge in the community of what it is oh yes uh, this is a something we can win uh, we just have to illuminate especially the students need to illuminate this the the uh, student government should probably debate this and pass a resolution uh, supporting it. Uh, uh, the students have no idea about this beautiful park, and it just would have enhanced their lives at the Sunset Concerts for uh, a long, for many years. It's been in existence for 25 years, mm-hmm. and, and that, and especially the people in the northwest side of Carbondale. I, I mean, there's that movie, What a Wonderful Life. Uh, you you have a an opportunity right now to change the future and and to right a wrong that happened 25 years ago and and all you have to do is engage and and uh, uh, we hope that you will heed this call to engage. Okay, and so once again, um, let's see. What are if you could tell us the times of those two meetings and how to get a hold of uh, about it? Yes. Um, my phone number is 549-4935, and we would especially like information on the legal side. Of course, there's a, the political side of this is just as important. Um, and uh, Ann's is 457-4443, and uh, October 9th at 6 o'clock oh. is a very, very important February meeting. February 9th? Oh, I'm sorry. February 9th at 9 o'clock yes. uh, at the Civic Center is a very important meeting for you to attend and show your support. Uh, that should be organized too. Uh, t- we have to uh, to get our message across to the director. Uh, so you, you should be mannerly at that meeting. But please come and express your opinion. And uh, then uh, um, February 23rd at 1:30 is probably the most important. I think October night is. It is hard. They're both very important. But mm-hmm. at one thirty, uh, to show your support at the courthouse uh, at uh, uh, Judge Dawling's courtroom. All right. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show and sharing this. I um, I had heard before about what was happening here with Hickory Lodge, but um, didn't 
have all the details and didn't know exactly who to talk to, but now now we know, and hopefully we can do something about this issue. Thank you, Tree Song. I, I think you uh, have a very important service here to illuminate th- this issue and other issues to the people of Carbondale. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And so it looks like looking at the big clock on the wall, it's time to wrap up your community spirit. But thank you again, Ed, for joining us, and thank you to you for listening. And hopefully we've got a little bit of that warm weather back, so hopefully you'll enjoy a sunshiny and energetic day. And if you'd like more information, you already have his contact information, but mine, once again, is treesong at treesong.org, and my phone number is 525-0625. So enjoy a wonderful weekend and wonderful week. And we'll be back here again next week to share more community spirit.